Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hey guys, welcome to My Millennial Money Express. Glenn James here. If you're new to the Express podcast, welcome. Hey, this episode, it's kind of a part two to the emergency fund chat we had, and it's a real life case study of having an emergency fund and then actually having an emergency and how much it bloody saved Izzy's backside. And you'll probably hear her backside was probably a little bit sore after her little accident, uh, but I'll let her tell the story. Thank you so much, Izzy from the Gold Coast. I hope you guys enjoy this. I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Well, Izzy, thank you so much for joining me on My Millennial Money. You're a long-time listener, first-time caller. Yeah, thanks for having me. No worries. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. What... Where are you from? What do you do? All that good stuff. Um, so I'm from the Gold Coast. I'm 21 at the moment and I'm a school cleaner. So I've just finished studying a double degree bachelor. So yeah, doing cleaning in between and then random event work and stuff. Right. So your career path is to get into that business side of things and events and the cleaning yeah. is a, a job yeah. that you could do after hours. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice. Love it. Now, I said at the top, like you listened to our podcast when we first launched back in 2018. Uh, so I want to publicly say thank you for uh, sticking with us. What were your kind of money goals before you started to really unpack this whole personal finance world? Well, before I started to actually get into it, I probably would have been about 18 and younger. And my goals were pretty much to save every dollar that I made. Yes. So like, obviously I lived at home. Um, I had no real plan. I started working when I was 14, you know, in like KFC, that kind of food service. Um, and just save, save, save to the point where I kind of got a bit chaotic in the fact that I wouldn't even go out or do anything. So wow. <laughs> yeah, that was just that one track mindset. Yeah. yeah. And then what did you kind of start to think about doing once you kind of started listening to different podcasts or being, I don't know, more intentional with your money? Yeah. I mean, it gave me, listening to the podcast kind of just made me realize that, okay, money is actually here for a reason. Mm. It's not to be hoarded and squirreled away yeah. um, for a rainy day. So it kind of just made me more mindful and purposeful in what I was saving for and how to best save for each individual thing as well. Yeah, totally. So we kind of teach, you know, step one, kind of make sure you're not in any debt and then get an emergency fund saved. So you would have probably had more than a traditional emergency fund saved. And so once you kind of started listening and hearing me teach about the emergency fund, did you peel off a, an amount into a separate account? How did you do that? Yeah. So once I heard about the emergency fund, it took me a while to kind of get it because I was living at home. So I'm like, oh, well, what do I need for emergencies? I have my parents. Yeah. But then 
once I listened to how kind of important it was, it mm-hmm. made me think, okay, I have a decent amount in savings. I may as well try my best and put it aside. So I put about six months worth yep. of my expenses into an emergency fund and just kept it separate from guess any spending that I would have been using the my other savings for. Yeah. And why did you choose the kind of six months? Was it because you're a little bit extra conservative? Because I, I don't think there's a, a right amount, but I kind of think, you know, at least three months worth of expenses. Why did you go with six? Yeah, I kept hearing three to six. And I kind of just, since I had a decent amount in my savings, it was feasible for me to put six away. And yeah. so I kind of, and I'm always just really protective of money and making sure that I'm set up to be confident in life. So mm. putting six aside didn't set me too far back and it just made me feel a bit more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's the whole thing, isn't it? Like we want to be confident that if, you know, the worst did happen, we've, we've, uh, we've got an emergency fund uh, in place. Yeah. So you're, um, you're kind of finishing uni and working after hours and grinding away, earning good money. You've got your emergency fund. Life's pretty good. You had a, a bit of an issue. Now, tell us about that issue that happened in your life. Yeah. So, six months ago, um, I was involved in a car accident. Someone ran a red light and t ran my car, which is pretty oh, unexpected. Gosh. Yeah. That's the worst. <laughs> yeah. So, I ended up in hospital with a fractured pelvis, which I couldn't really walk. Um, I mean, I definitely couldn't walk. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah you were um, pretty much done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was in bed for a while. Um, it put me out of the game. I obviously couldn't go back to cleaning or any of the activities that I did, Yeah, um, which shook up my world a little bit. Yeah. Totally. And you probably weren't even thinking income protection or anything because you didn't have a you know full-time income and all that anyway. So, the emergency fund really did help you while you were off work at that time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the money stuff aside, I've got questions about all this car accident stuff. Like, (laughs) number one, what type of car did you own? Um, I had a 2002 Toyota Corolla and she was amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Azaria, who hosts Gen Z Money, she Mm -hmm. recently was hit by a car as well and she's got a Corolla and she lives in Queensland. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Yeah, she lives um, on the Gold Coast-ish. Well, she, well, we probably live nearby. Yeah. So, yeah, she got hit uh, and she was in a Corolla. So, and it did it hit the driver's side door? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. I got trapped in the car. <clears throat> Jeez. And what was your initial, like, thought when it happened? Oh, I didn't. Well, my initial thought was, is everyone okay? And was it my fault? Because yeah. it happened so quickly and all of a sudden I had no idea what was going on. I had three other people in the car. Wow. Um, two of who I just met that day. And oh. so it was, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was a bit of a stressful situation and I wasn't really sure what was going on. So I kept just asking and asking, oh, what's go- is everyone Jeez. all right? And luckily I took the brunt of it. Um, mm. But there was still some injuries around, yeah. And did it, were any of the other passengers like physically injured like you and ended up in hospital? Um, yeah, one, uh, the two in the back. So one fractured his scapula on the head of the guy sitting next to him and he got a concussion. So. Wow. Scapula, yeah. what, is that the shoulder thing? Yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, that's, it's just so shocking. I'm just so glad that um, everyone was okay. And did it feel like... Were you in instant pain or just in so much shock that you didn't really realize? 
No, I didn't realize. Like, and then I got the green whistle, and then I certainly didn't realize. Um, So it kind of just—I remember it just feeling like a bit of a cramp. Yeah. Um, And so I thought it was nothing, to be honest. I really thought I was just going to walk out of there after getting looked at. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And I guess um, you know, just the adrenaline going through your body probably took a bit of that pain. And you know, obviously you couldn't move and you were trapped. Did it feel like it took an eternity for the? ambulance and the rescue people to come no it felt like i closed my eyes and opened them and then the firemen were talking to me and the paramedics yeah yeah it was all pretty quick could go either way couldn't it whether yeah well yeah that's just amazing just so happy survived and the other driver were they okay yeah um their their car rolled but they ended up i don't even think they had to go to hospital wow. they were all right yeah. yeah and they would have been charged with running a red light and negligent driving i would imagine um running a red light yeah, yeah. but um that's it yeah so in terms of um like the you know i'd assume it's the same in queensland but new south wales our green slip covers bodily injury with any of the rehabilitation did the insurance company for the other driver or your car's insurance company cover any of your rehabilitation costs? Yeah, so I'm going through um, a claim at the moment. So yep. all of that's being covered by insurance, yeah. thankfully. And how um, how hard has that process been? Um, look, it's been a bit strenuous, um, but so many people have helped me through it as well. Like having lawyers organize all of the admin work, I guess, mm. has made it easier. And then doing the physio and everything, it's yeah. been a long process of every day, but I work hard at it every day and it gets better every day. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So I guess you're in hospital and they're like, look, you, you might be here for some time. How long were you in hospital for? Two weeks. Yeah. So that's yeah, I've, I mean, I've spent two days in hospital and it felt like freaking eight years. Um, so the initial feeling that obviously I can't work, but thank goodness I'm okay, laying in bed there, there would have been, you know, no financial stress at all, right? No, I I wasn't even thinking about it. It wasn't even on my mind. Yeah. So, and yeah. notwithstanding, like, yes, you do live with mum and dad, but like not everyone's parents can just, you know, pay your own bills and all that stuff. Oh, well, funny enough, I actually moved out of home two weeks prior to the oh, accident. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, because I'm just thinking, everyone's probably thinking, oh, she lives with mum and dad, no, no big deal. But, okay, so <laughs> you were real world. You had rent to pay. You had yeah. bills. And mm-hmm. at least you could lay in hospital and not worrying about working. But the the thing I'm thinking, like, because your kind of job while you were studying all that was a physical job, you're not going back to work the day you walk out of hospital, right? <laughs> no, I wasn't <laughs> even walking out of hospital. Oh, dear God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So how long was it until you went back to work? Um, I actually went in for a workplace assessment today, so it's been over six months. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And you had a fully funded emergency fund that could cover your expenses for up to six months. Yeah, which has been so helpful and being able to just take the stress and pressure away from pushing myself before mm. I'm ready, I guess, to go back. Yeah. Um, but I'm very excited to go back also. Yeah. Wow. So do you think in your life, now that you've had this experience at a, a young age, you'll always make sure that you have an emergency fund in your life? 
Absolutely. My next goal is to start rebuilding That's my next a, emergency yeah. fund. Because realistically, a lot of people, they, they run out there and they want to invest in shares and they get debt free. That's awesome. But the problem is six months ago, we're in the height of COVID. If you had to withdraw money out of your share portfolio, you would have withdrawn that money out of loss. So you would have mm-hmm. doubled down in the fact that you had to deplete your investment account, but also sell your investments at the worst time ever. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, I think this has just been a great example of number one, the quality of Toyotas. <laughs> uh, I joke, but in all sincerity, I'm. it's just so good that you were okay, number one, and number mm-hmm. two, that throughout this whole process, there was no financial stress. Yeah, yeah. So what would you say to somebody who maybe has just got out of debt and they're wondering what the next goal would be in their money life? If you do not have an emergency fund, start building one because <laughs> you, you can't plan for it. You don't know when you're going to have an emergency. Yeah. So it's nice. And it, like, because this is the crazy thing, right? If someone said to you a year ago, oh, you're going to be in a really bad car accident and you're going to break your pelvis. You're like, no, nah, that won't happen to me. Like it's me. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. stuff doesn't happen to me like that. That's on the news. That's like, but yeah, we just don't control anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Well, so Izzy, what's on your kind of agenda this year now? You're kind of getting back into the swing. Do you have any other type of goals or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, it's little, but my goal is to get back to independent living. So um, back to driving and work and starting to rebuild all my savings because they have taken a decent hit, especially with having to buy a new car as well. Totally. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so was there, um, was the other car insured? Did you get any insurance money? I have a claim going through, but that doesn't come through for 12 to 18 months. So it's kind of not, Gosh. you know, yeah, even <laughs> on your, my mind. Did your, um, were you, was your car comprehensively insured? Yeah. Yeah. Did, cause, uh, and I know I'm not telling you anything you might not know, but I'm just thinking on behalf of everyone else. There's a thing that if you call your insurer, they can go to the other person's insurance company and get you a borrowed car until yours is replaced. Did you entertain any of that stuff? No, I didn't know about that. Yeah, so I want you to – there's a website called Not My Fault. Mm -hmm. You could go to that and basically what happens in these situations where if you're in an accident and it wasn't your fault, that you can basically get their insurance company to fund your vehicle replacement until you get your car back or the claim settled. Okay, that's really good to know. Well, I mean, I just bought a car, but... Yeah, well, but I mean, like... For other people, yeah. For other people. Yeah, so what car did you buy? Um, I bought a Hyundai Accent. Oh, very good. Yeah, well, they're they're good, reliable cars. And did you... How much was that? 11,000. It was my roommate's car. Um, So it's really good, like really well looked after and everything. And did you pay that cash? Did you get a car loan? How did you do that? cash. I had enough savings. Yeah. So you are just a rock star and I just want everyone to be encouraged. If you're just starting your career, just starting your life, or you've been in a mess and you want to press reset, we can all channel our inner Izzy and save cash, do things the right way. (laughs) And, you know, it's just so amazing that you won't have any financial stress because you don't run on the line. You've got your emergency fund. You don't have a car payment. Life's pretty good, right? 
Yeah, I'm cruising. <laughs> Love that. Well, we might leave it there. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We're so happy that you are okay. Can I send you a copy of the My Money Journal? I would love that. All right. Well, I want you to text your address and I'll put, I can't put in the post today, but I'll do it next week and I'll send you up a tote bag, a My Money Journal and yeah, we'll get that into your hands. Thanks so much, Glenn. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.